Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. This is episode 006. How do you handle bumps in the road? What does your ego tell you when obstacles feel never-ending? On today's episode, Pam and V talk about perfection, practice, and permission in the face of challenges that block our path. What would change for you if you gave yourself permission to do something differently? What could you accomplish from a mindset of practice over perfection? Hi, Pam. Hi, B. How are you? I'm doing okay. I think I'm, uh, I'm a little uh, sort of uh, coming to the conversation. I, um, I maybe uh, didn't, I haven't had coffee yet. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but also, uh, I think my, mind's, my mind is a little jumbly right now. So, but just starting to talk to you, I've already started to settle down. I uh, understand the feeling of a jumbly mind and um, have been wondering and was wondering to you out loud a few minutes ago if it's already Mercury retrograde, because uh, my jumbly mind is contributing, I think contributing to a number of technical difficulties that I've been having in the last couple of days, Um, not just with dealing with podcast recordings but also dealing with all the technological things that that are supposed to be so simple. Um, as an as another example, I was trying to share an email with a business that is helping me with an insurance claim, and I did all the steps that I have done for sharing any link or document in every email I've ever written. And I sent it three times this morning and got two messages and a phone call back from this woman saying, I'm getting your email. I cannot open the link. And every time I responded with, well, I'll try it this way. Well, I'll try it this way. Well, I'll try it this way. None of them worked. And I ended up just forwarding an entire email that has some information in it that she probably doesn't need, but that was my that was my final answer, so to speak. And the the idea, the story that has been popping up in my head because I've been wrestling with technology for the last few days, and the story that keeps popping up is, I'm not able to do this. I'm too old. My brain doesn't work this way. I am not capable of doing these tasks. That is not a new story for me. That is a very old story for me. And one of the things that I'm noticing that's different just in the past few days from all the other times I've told myself that is that this time my 
monkey mind is the chorus of voices saying, there's no way you're going to be able to do this, lady. You're too old. You're too dumb. You're too whatever. My intuition, the voice that talks to me the way I would talk to the person I love most in the world, says to me, darling, keep trying what you know how to do and you will figure it out. That is the first time, this is the first time in decades that I have heard that voice continuing to encourage me. And in the past, I would have thrown my hands up in the air sometime within the last few days and said, I can't do this and just disappeared and ignored everything and let deadlines go by and just withdrawn into my cave and said, I I can't do this. I'm clearly not destined to live in the 21st century. I should just go back to being a Luddite and living without electricity or running water. (laughs) And in truth, I always know how to do something. It may not be the most elegant solution, and it may not be a solution that a younger person, I'm thinking of my nephew, who's at the older end of Millennialville, um, who always just knows how to do stuff. And you've shared with me before, some of the people in uh, the office where you work are just on top of things and they're not afraid to explore and they try it out and they click a few buttons and hey, it works. Um, In the past, I would have just said, this isn't for me and I would have disappeared. And this time there's a voice that keeps saying to me, you know how to do something and let's try these things first knowing that you can always fall back to this position and get it done. And it doesn't have to look perfect. That's what I think is really the bottom line message here. It's about perfection versus persistence. I'm soaking all that in and hearing it because I need to hear it today. And I'm really happy and the, those two words, darling, or oh, darling, like, ah, I love that. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have every response to something? Darling, may I help you with that? Or darling, you're doing well. I, I just think that's wonderful. I'm, I'm so glad that that, that side of your inner voice came out or that inner voice, that intuition, that loving, that loving wants the best for you um, voice came out. Yeah. Wow. That's, and that is an old, old tape that so many of us uh, replay, myself included. And uh, I, the words that I heard you say as well, um, as you were telling some of some of what was coming up is, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not." And oh, the, that's what stood out to me. I, I think that was my lens for such a long time. And guess what? It still pops up here and there. It's still an old tape that decides it needs to be heard every once in a while. Um, but that feeling of, I'm not smart enough for this. I'm, I, that's my version of it. I'm dumb. I'm not smart enough for this. I'm not, uh, capable of figuring this out. Uh, 
because the answer doesn't come instantaneously and in a perfect format, my my long ago and, and long time response was, I'm stupid, I can't figure this out. Over time, it's it's there's there are different messages coming in. And just last week, uh, something was happening that was very challenging, another tech thing, and I just thought like I'm failing. <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm not smart enough to do this. It was that thing. And I I it was actually surprising to me because I do love myself and I do like myself and I I have worked through a lot of things and still sometimes that old message comes up. Sometimes it is, I believe, trying to uh, sort of explain away what's happening and in a weird way, soothe me or something. I'm not even sure. I'm hearing this for the first time as I'm saying it, but it's almost like, uh, you know, trying to keep me really small and safe. Maybe that's it. Uh, let's let if you try, you might get hurt. So let's just kind of back off of that and not try, and then everything will be fine. Um, and so it's it's just interesting to have this conversation when, on the one hand, I'm so much better with the language and how I talk to myself, and on the other hand, there are just times that those old tapes come up. And so really, it is. Uh, that response that your intuition, your loving inner intuition guide uh, said, oh, darling, um, you're going to figure this out. You know part of this. So uh, I just needed to hear that because I have that voice too. And uh, it, I, I didn't really listen for that voice. I was looking for proof that I've been fooling myself all along. I'm really not capable of this. And that's not true. It's not true. Uh, and I did go at it again and I did ask for help. My big number one thing is ask for help before I get to the point of giving up entirely. Um, that was the past two. Can't do it. Can't do it. Give up. Uh, now it's try a lot of things. Giving up is not so much a thought anymore. Um, but feeling feeling like a failure is still a thing. And then asking for help is pretty automatic, but sometimes I can say it takes a long time for me to get to that point. And so that's when I know that I'm not, um, <clears throat> I'm not loving myself in the way that I need to be loved. Um, when I, when I start getting easily frustrated with myself, there's other things going on. It's not about the, the tech thing. It's about not enough rest. It's about working too much. It's about not seeing my friends and family for forever. And it's about all the things, right? Um, so yeah, what a, what a good topic today to bring up. That, that was such a good point that you just made because that was what I was, uh, that was what was coming up for me when you were saying, I used to give up. I used to think I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable of doing this. Um, the voice the voices still do come up because as my coach is fond of saying, the mind is a mind <laughs> and our egos are always there um, to remind us that it's much safer and more comfortable to stay right where we are and tell ourselves the same old stories. Um, and, and what I 
was thinking was, um, as we do this work, one of the things that's been most important for my self-care, and I think yours too, is to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves the way that we need to make sure we're getting rested, to make sure we're hydrated, well-nourished, um, that we're getting the support that we need in order to be our best selves. Um, I also was fascinated by what you said about that old story in a way soothing you. And I've been thinking about this a lot too. Um, We often will fall back on our old stories because they're familiar and comfortable. They don't need to be, and they're often not, number one, the stories that are true, or number two, the stories that we really want to hear. I don't want to tell myself I'm too old for this. My intention is not to say I'm too old for this and just give up. My intention is to succeed at whatever it is that I'm trying to do. But when I begin to struggle and when I'm not well-resourced, with nutrition, hydration, rest, help, adequate support, whatever. That's what I fall back to. That's kind of the default setting. And that's why I say the mind is a mind because um, our ego minds are just waiting for the opportunity to remind us of how much they're taking care of us by keeping us safe and keeping us right where we are. (laughs) So pushing ourselves past that story is work in itself. And when we're not resourced, it feels like too much work. So giving ourselves what we need and making that a practice, I think, then allows us to take on these tasks that may feel simple and then become really complex and spaghetti-like in their mass of of convoluted noodles or whatever metaphor you want to use for it. Um, I, I feel like making sure that we're taking care of ourselves in whatever ways we need to is pivotal to all of this. Because like you said, it's not the tech issue. It's the story underneath it. It's what we're telling ourselves underneath. And uh I just keep thinking to myself, you know, is it Mercury retrograde? Is there something going on that astrologically that I am not aware of? Because it sure feels like that. And helping myself or helping yourself get unstuck from that space then becomes the work. The work is not the task. The work is, am I ready to give up on this yet? And the answer today is, no, I'm not ready to give up on this yet. I still know that there are some things I can do, and they may be clunky and slow, and they may not look as cool as what the cool kids do with their 21st century thumbs and their millennial understanding of how everything is supposed to be done. And when it's a priority for me, it will still get done. So I also have to ask myself, what's most important right now? Is it important that I protect my ego by saying, oh, I really can't, I really don't know how to do this? Because in a way, 
believing and then trying to admit the story that I don't know how to do this is a way of protecting my ego, right? Because I'm, I'm not asking for help and saying, I don't know how. Well, I guess I kind of am. If I'm saying I can't do this, I think the difference is asking for help, saying out loud, I'm not sure if this is the right way to do this, or saying to myself, okay, that didn't work. What can I do next instead of just withdrawing? Um, And that's where resilience comes in. That's where recognizing my perfectionistic tendencies and giving myself grace and saying it doesn't have to look the way it would look if Brittany did it or Ashley did it or whoever did it. It has to look the way that works for me. Um, And also reminding myself of the ways in which I have succeeded in doing things like this also reminds me that, yes, I can do these things. It is possible. Um, And consciously tracking my quote unquote wins by writing them down is a tool that I've recently started using as well. Again, not new, but people have said to me for years, track your wins, track your wins. And I'm like, yep, yep, I know, track my wins, blah, blah, blah. When I'm feeling particularly old and incapable, tracking my wins is actually helpful because I can look back and say, oh, that's right. I do know how to make a workaround. I do know how to figure this out. I do know how to ask for help and use resources that are available to be able to solve this issue so that I can keep focusing on what's most important to me about this, which is getting our work out into the world, specifically related to the podcast, but also related to emails that I've sent, related to tech issues that I've tried to solve on my kids' devices. Um, What is the most important? Is it most important that I protect myself and my fragile ego? Or is it most important that I move through this and learn it so that next time I know what to do? and give myself another tool. Uh, Yes, yes to all of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, the word perfectionism, I heard very loudly, that just resonates so much with me. And, uh, and, And then also you use the word practice. You know, I can practice. And so those two words really stood out to me again, for what I needed to hear today and talk about, um, I think, I think there's, there's a lot in that and that uh, my perfectionism kept me from doing many things or trying many things and being what that really evolved into was being extra hard on myself. Um, And that is the pattern. And that is the thing that comes back up as, as something that feels like, Hey, you, you just have to do this better. You, you have to, you have to try harder. Uh, you're, you know, so really when, when I heard you say those words, I, I realized like, oh, that's coming from a very young me that just wanted to um, be loved and show up and do the right thing and have it all figured out because I thought everybody else did. And of course they did not. And uh, 
the practice part of what you shared is really what I started integrating like in my 50s uh, later in life uh, because it was the, for me, practice has been the way to disengage my perfectionism by seeing everything as practice. Now, do I do that perfectly? Hell no. Yay. <laughs> That's the other part. Like I, I don't do, I don't go to practice perfectly, um, but I can even practice that. <laughs> and so, so I think, yeah, this is, this is just um, really helping me to see that it's the underneath stuff that is calling for my attention, not the tech stuff, not the uh, difficult conversation stuff that happens from time to time uh, or th that kind of thing. I kind of know how to do that stuff. It's, the, it's that inner stuff that feels like um, I should be good, great at everything. So if I'm not, I'm failing. And that is simply not true. <laughs> and so, right. right. So I think it's, I think it's that idea of giving myself um, the grace that I would give anybody else mm -hmm. and do. Um, and, and I think what's evolved for me is the less time beating myself up, recognizing when it's happening. And so the story doesn't continue for weeks and months and years um and usually not even for a whole day um it's usually more specific to a time frame but it can be frustrating for days if i if i don't deal with it i can right. keep replaying that tape um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep practicing uh and recognizing when the perfectionism is starting to um, rear its head, and um, and that I, I that's when I need to focus on the practice of it and learning versus and understanding, and just being okay with sometimes things not working, um, versus chasing or trying to be you know perfect all the time. Um, so yeah. here's what I'm hearing as this discussion evolves: perfectionism practice and permission giving ourselves permission to try to fail and to get back in the ring so i think those are the biggest takeaways that i'm going to carry with me from today perfectionism which is a farce <laughs> practice Right, remembering that all of this is a practice and permission. Ah, wow. That's a great way to sum it up. Um, yes, I will remember those as well. Uh, and I think having a lovely person, friend to say things out loud to uh, is, a, is another thing to add into that. Um, yes. You know, hearing me, hearing myself talk about it with you, I go, oh, okay. I can see what's going on in the moment. Not so much. So yeah. Perfectionism, yes, practice and permission mm -hmm. to just be who I am. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So here's to going forward with the three P's. Yeah. 
the four P's, my person as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I somehow threw that in without knowing I was doing a P there. (laughs) That was, that was absolutely delightful. (laughs) All right, my friend, Pam, thank Thank you you. so much. This is always such a pleasure. And I agree with you talking about it out loud. Um, is a really great way to hear it and take it in and let our brains chew on it from a different angle. Um, And it's always such a treat to be able to talk about it here with you. Mm -hmm. I feel the same until next time. I will see you soon. Be bye-bye. You will take care. Thanks so much for listening today. Please share your comments, questions, and ideas by contacting us at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. We hope you'll join us next time on Inside Job with V and Pam. And remember, change is an inside job.